With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. We're two days into legal tampering during free agency. And Sam and I are going to give you our favorite and least favorite picks. All brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code PFF to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. All right, Sam. I just wanted to do our favorites, but you always want to come back with your least favorite picks as well. So it's not even picks. They're signings. Let's get into it. What do you like the bo- the most two days into free agency here? All right, I got a few that I like. One technically happened before this whole thing started, but since like free agency hasn't opened yet, I figure it's fair game. Um, the Baltimore Ravens picking up Kevin Zeitler for yeah. three years, $22 million deal, $16 million guaranteed, which looks even more of a steal when you subsequently see what Joe Tooney signs for with the Kansas City Chiefs for, like, all of the money. So, you know, Kevin Zeitler's deal was already, I think, a, a pretty good deal, a kind of a steal. It's, it's, like, 10 times better when you compare it to Tooney. Now, they're not necessarily directly comparable players. Um, Tooney's better, younger, all those kinds of things. But that is such a seismic difference in terms of salary that I think this is just an absolutely great move for Baltimore in a position of need. Yeah, that absolutely counts. And then the subsequent move, getting Tyus Bowser uh, re-signed when the edge defenders are coming off the market and making a, a pretty penny, and they got Bowser for pennies on the dollar compared to some of the others. I thought combined, those are a couple shrewd moves by the uh, by the Ravens there. I'm going to stay within the division. I think the Cleveland Browns signing John Johnson was just fantastic. One of the top safeties yeah. on the board. We had five safeties in our initial top 22. He was one of them. There's not a, a big difference between him, Marcus Williams, Anthony Harris, Marcus May, uh, some of these other top safeties that are on the board here. And yeah, they're paying him some money, which is fine. But I just like that. I like the need that it filled. I, I think the Browns have uh, had holes in the secondary. I like the trickle-down effect here. Ronnie Harrison, who they signed last year, is just a big safety that could play a little bit closer to the box. Grant Delpit is kind of a wild card coming off of uh, not playing a snap yet in the NFL as a second-round draft pick. So I, I think anytime you just add versatility to your secondary, it's a huge win, and the Browns needed it. it, was, it this was a good one for them. Yeah, I like that move as well. That's definitely one of the favorites. A couple more, I think, that I would would put up in that category Mike Hilton signing with the Cincinnati Bengals hometown Bengals uh, like four years 24 million one of the best lot corners in the NFL over a decent period of time not coming to the market off his strongest year um, his SPFF grade was definitely down last season but over any extended period of time he has one of the best PFF grades 
of any cornerback um, or any slot corner rather in the NFL. So I think that's a really good move for them locking him up. Ryan Fitzpatrick going to Washington. I really like just one year, 10 million, throw him into the quarterback mix. If anybody is going to just go out there and say YOLO to Terry McLaurin, like Fitzpatrick to, to McLaurin could be a monstrous connection this year. And then Jason Verrett re-signing with San Francisco for one always, year, five and a half a million dollars. Well, look, it worked out. They got it last year. Why not roll the dice one more time? Five and a half million. Like if he stays healthy again, he's a Pro Bowl caliber player. I think if he makes the Pro Bowl, there's another like one and a half million or something attached to it. But either way, that's like a freaking bargain for an excellent starting cornerback. Why don't we just save the time and replay you and me saying that for the last five years here in free agency? Sign Jason Verrett to a one-year deal. That's going to be me every year with John Ross. I'll throw $2 million at John Ross just in case he becomes that 4-2-2 deep threat. A um, couple others I liked. I thought the Jaguars, they, they threw money at a lot of different players. I do like what they did along the defensive line. Roy Robertson-Harris uh, bringing back Tyson Alu-Alu, their former first-round pick, and trading for Malcolm Brown as far as just getting veterans in there shoring up that defensive line i liked it and i liked the marvin jones move man I, I i think he's a little bit older but as a possession type receiver intermediate threat for eventually trevor lawrence we'll see if they remain you know keep, keep dj chark and lavisca chenault that trio is nice and there's still more to do i like that for trevor lawrence just getting some weapons and getting some some guys to develop with so uh some of the moves i like from the jaguars do you want to go the other yeah, way or do you I have anything else that you like yeah, the Jags, I think, have definitely made a lot of decent moves. I, I didn't love all of them. Rayshon Jenkins is, uh, I could have done without that move. Um, I think the corners that they're amassing is a really interesting group. Shaquille Griffin being added to Sidney Jones, who they brought back. C.J. Henderson from last year. Um, Sidney Jones is the only one of those cornerbacks that allowed a passer rating under 100. So there's a lot of work to be done. But, you know, you suddenly that trio is really long on talent Granted, there's quite a lot of question marks there as well, but if they all coalesce at the same time, that could be a really good trio. All right, Mr. Negative, let me see the uh, the moves that you don't like so much. What's on the other end for you? All right, I got a few that I don't love. Um, Pat Elfline signing a three-year deal with the Carolina Panthers on like the first hour of free agency. It's not yeah. even that, like somebody picked up Pat Elfline, right? Fair enough, he is... A former third-round pick, he's athletic, all these kinds of things. There's There are reasons that somebody might want to roll the dice on Pat Elfline. Um, not good ones, but there are reasons. Uh, but to sign him in, like, the first hour of free agency means you didn't just, like, kick the tires after the, the, the value became too good to turn down. You prioritized this guy. You went after him as a specific target in free agency and I cannot find a single good reason why you would possibly do that. His last three seasons of PFF pass-blocking grades, 44, 47, 30.5. Like, he has been a catastrophic pass-blocker at center, which is an easy position to pass-block in. Like, generally, you're not exposed one-on-one -on -one to too many pass-blocking situations. You just need to understand the way the line is blocking and, you know, fill help out it's not that difficult and he's been atrocious at it so that i think is bad um and then the vikings signing a second nose tackle to play three tech dalvin tomlinson two years 22 million dollars 16 million guaranteed and then told um they told michael pierce that dalvin tomlinson would be playing three tech now that's fine 
only there's been very little evidence in Dalvin Tomlinson's career to suggest that he can do that. Uh, I think the guy maxes out at 27 total pressures, I think is his career high in a season. Um, He's never had a particularly good pass rushing grade. His pass rushing grade from outside alignments, from where he's going to be playing three tech, is even worse than it is from lining up his nose tackle. I just, that just doesn't seem like a good fit. Yeah, look, Tomlinson in isolation, I like him. Yeah, he's a good player. I think, you know, in your point, uh, your previous point, all, all both valid. Look, the Panthers, Cam Irving too, man. That's going to be one of my yeah. least favorite moves. Same it was thing. Cam, it was Cam Irving and Pat Elfline together. The first when hour. They, yeah, like there was, it was a top-heavy group of interior offensive linemen, admittedly so. And we do know that the NFL will evaluate differently, right? Those second and third tier guards and centers, they might be all over the place. But I don't know how many people would have Elfline near the top. Cam Irving's had his moments throughout his career, and I kind of get it. Uh, But again, not that early in in free agency. So, yeah, those were questionable. And again, Tomlinson I like in isolation. But yeah, having him rush the passer as a three tech, not really, not really great. Um, I'm going to go back to the the Titans well here. I had them as my losers yesterday. I think they redeemed themselves. Well, they had a wash today. They lost to Dory yeah. Jackson and picked up Janoris Jenkins. I'm concerned. I don't even know um, if that's a wash. Yeah, it might not even be a wash. You're right. I mean, it, I'm concerned about where the Titans are becoming weak at wide receiver and corner. And But they spent all the money on Bud Dupree, five years, $82 million. It's $35 million guaranteed. We've We've beat this drum quite a bit. Bud Dupree is hashtag fun to watch. He gets after it as a player. He's a pretty good run defender. He just has one really good year under his belt out of five. That's I mean, that's the bottom line. And um, everybody loves him. You know, people defend yeah. him. Teammates love him. There's a lot of good things there. But I don't think there's anything that PFF does better besides punting grades and telling you that sack totals are overrated and, and I think that's the bottom line with this entire edge rush class you wrote about it at pff.com and you know Bud Dupree kind of exemplifies that he is maxed out at above average to good-ish in a phenomenally beneficial system in Pittsburgh the Tennessee Titans system is not going to be anywhere near as beneficial to him consequently he will look dramatically worse I am almost convinced of that. So yeah, I would go with that. One more name just to throw in there. Jalen Mills, four years, $24 million to the Patriots. If that was anybody other than the Patriots, that would be immediately the worst deal of free agency. There's only the smallest shred of the notion that Bill Belichick can still turn this guy into something useful that makes that anything other than a disaster. Just to wrap it up on Dupree, and I'll mention, I'll give you my Mills Mills bit in a second, but Dupree has one PFF pass rush grade above 61 and that was that 2019 season everything was 61 or below in previous years so that's just the concern Mills I don't hate it because look it's a lot of money but he was a little bit better at safety last year for the Eagles and yes you get that Belichick factor who could make him better so yeah let us know what do you guys think your favorite and least favorite picks of free agency after day two we'll have much more free agency coverage the rest of the week it's PFF NFL Daily 